0: Why i feel like it's necessary to have premarital counseling because there are people that go through it without and be like yeah we're fine we're okay no you're not
1: you don't know everything that's what really keeps us god-centered is that, okay let's go back in the bible and see what it says
0: question getting married young i don't believe it has an age to it i believe it's a maturity thing and i believe it's an obedience thing
2: you never know everything. You can open the Bible and read the same verse every single day for a month, and God will reveal something different every single time.
3: What would you say is like the biggest challenge that you guys have had in your marriage?
2: If we're being completely transparent,
0: it's probably sex.
2: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. You're with Father's Joy. I'm Abigail.
3: And I'm Jacoby.
2: And today we have two very special guests.
3: So first off, we got Mr. Caleb Gordon, Mr. E E, two thousand Y'all might know him from songs like <laughs> Evidence, Rocky Road 2. That's my boy. How you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing good. You know what time it is. God good. You know what I'm saying? God good. <laughs> Everybody <about it> good. <laughs> Everybody hey, good.
1: Hey.
2: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then we also have Val Gordon, his wife. oh and she a little wife. She you know she be doing her thing. She be keeping him together with the food and now. the cleaning and, and all now. the good New stuff. Prep. Get she it she the encouragement up in this household. Amen. So
0: appreciate that. I, like yeah. that
3: intro. I really hope you guys are enjoying our series. So we started off with week one, kicking it off with Kia Alexis on singleness, and then we had Kenny and Leilani on dating, and then surprised her with the engagement. Go ahead and show the bling. Uh oh. Show the bling. 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 And now we about to wrap up this series today with marriage. So we figured they're close friends of ours. Let's have them on. Let's get to it.
2: Yeah. So we're gonna do some questions. So just answer honestly. Do it.
3: ever no, the lie. spirit leads you to. Oh yeah. I'm no, lie. Lie. Lie,
2: lie on the Christian I'm a podcast. Tap on
1: this Christian <laughs> podcast. And we got this recorded.
2: <laughs> all right, so the first question we have is: a lot of people have a stigma on getting married at a young age. How do you feel about this? Being that you got married, at, you were age twenty, and Caleb, you were twenty-two. Yeah, right?
1: I was twenty-two. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, what's your perspective on that?
1: First of all, man, they lying on us because what? What? we ain't even do that. Like, <laughs> what? What? Nah, um we got married at a young age, but it was just like. We didn't want to wait Till we was like Really old
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay wait Cause I have an answer for that Oh she got the an answer <laughs> I have an answer She
2: wait, was I teacher's pet I, I, I was
1: talking
0: Oh go ahead Go ahead I'm gonna let you cook, cook I'm gonna let, cook, let you cook I'm gonna
1: let you cook I'm gonna let you cook I'm gonna let you
0: cook Let, let him, cook. him
1: cook We got married at a young age
0: mm-hmm.
1: Because When you're younger It's easier to grow with somebody
0: mm-hmm.
1: Than it is when you're older Because when you're young you get to see everything and you get to build it up longer except for like, and not get saying nothing towards the people who get married older. We just wanted to find it when we were younger because we feel like we get to spend more time with each other. And we ain't trying to waste time being in the world. Cause it's bad out there. I be seeing people be getting done crazy and I'm out the streets forever. Hung up my Jersey. Like it's it's hung up forever. I don't want to be in the streets. It's terrible in them streets. Them them and then, tell them about
0: them streets. I'm not going to tell them about them streets. <laughs> they know that's a mess already. I want to go towards the question that you were saying um, for other people that question getting married young. I have a few things to say. One, I don't believe it has an age to it. I believe it's a maturity thing, and I believe it's an obedience thing. Um, I believe if you're tapped in with God's word and you're listening to what he's telling you to do, if he's saying you're ready... If you have filled yourself up with the word enough to where you know what it is to be a wife, what it is to be a husband, and you feel like you're ready to complete all of those tasks the Bible tells you, you have to do, I believe you're ready to be married. So I don't think it has an age limit on it necessarily. Um, I believe it's just those things that have to be intact. She went crazy on
3: that. She that, went crazy. She Stop that playing with her. So, Nom, nom, nom. I know a lot of people, when they're young, they think that they can do it on their own. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that, people go to premarital counseling facts and some people think they just get without it and you guys been through premarital counseling what's your best advice on that should people do it or should people not do it and why not
2: and how has it impacted your marriage like as a whole like before marriage and then now that you're in marriage like still having those counselors in your life you know that's 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 a good
1: question i'm gonna answer that so what happened was
0: why are you holding it like that
1: Man, I ain't gonna lie, bro If we didn't do premarital counseling We probably wouldn't be here Because having somebody to Not only premarital counseling To make sure that you're ready Is important It's also important To have somebody after you're married Because there's so much stuff in marriage That you think you're ready for it But you're not ready for it Because there's so many scenarios And situations that happen That you don't prepare for And nobody talks about Especially in my culture When I grew up Nobody talking about how to do marriage You just get married and then something happens And then my parents end up divorced I don't know how that happened But it's just like You don't see like This is how you do marriage This is what you need To get ready for This is what you need To prepare for I feel like people prepare you For everything else But marriage yes. You know So having those marriage counselors Calling them In the midst Of a situation Or an argument Like that's clutch We be snitching on each other We would be like yo Miss Andy What do I do Cause she had did this And then he be like Yeah you gotta chill I would be like and then she be <laughs> She be texting um, No
0: First of all Shout out to Miss Christy I love you so much I be calling her In boohoo tears Almost every time I guess I gotta call her With praise reports Every oh. once in a while Cause every time I call her I be in tears But um, Let me go back to your question Let me go back Let me go Thank back, you back down, to your man. question I Here's why I feel like it's necessary to have premarital counseling because there are people that go through it without and be like, yeah, we're fine. We're okay. No, you're not. Because there are certain questions that you don't know to ask your partner until they're in front of you and your counselor's making you ask your partner that. Facts. There were so many things that I didn't think was necessary to know about Caleb before we got into marriage because I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. But everything is exponential when you get married. Everything is bigger than what it was when you're dating. Facts. So- that's number one. I feel like questions that they would ask you are very important towards your marriage. And then two, always like Babe said, you have someone to kind of bring you back to who you were before you had an issue when you have a counselor. Because sometimes you can't guide yourself back to how you were before. You literally can't. Because emotions take over you. You're overbeared. And now you can't even act on your own. So, yeah, I feel like they're that person that you call to help bring you back to what how you were before.
1: And hey, you need a good guide. Two, you need a, a relationship to look at to be like, I want to be like that yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah. Because we would bring them problems, actually things that we went through just watching our parents. Yeah. And they had no they was like we didn't even know <laughs> like they didn't go through that trauma. <laughs> right. So they're looking at our trauma like, hey, like, I mean, You could do this. And we're like, yo, we never even thought of that because we only filter our lives through the trauma that we had. So So,
3: It's always good to have like an outsider look from the outside in and see what the problem is because, like we always say, there's always blind spots that you you might miss. Facts. So that's good to have accountability. And especially,
2: like like you were saying, They're older. That's, like, a marriage that you would want to have. Like, they both Mm -hmm. honor God. They have a whole marriage ministry. Obviously, they know what they're talking about. And I know they talk about it a lot, too. Their marriage counselors, like, they were on the bridge of divorce at one point. So, they really know how to work through those issues to where now you guys can be even stronger than you were before. And, like he said, blind spots. That's a big thing. That's in all areas. That's in marriage. That's in singleness. That's in every single area you can have a mentor to guide and direct you. Because otherwise who are you following
3: i got exactly. one more thing to say about that i what i like about the whole group is that we want to be around like-minded individuals yeah. like yeah. christians yes but married couples you guys have a lot of like a lot of married couples around you guys with mm-hmm. with leilani and uh kenny and then you got latrell and soon to be
2: us right
3: Come soon, on now. Be it's us. You, got, you got you got alex and uh and alex and alyssa like yeah. it's good and there's a like on our discipleship app there's a mm-hmm. thing and it says like when you throw coal into a fire. It's all going to be on fire. But when you take that coal out, it's removed. And it's like you need to be around like-minded individuals, have that fellowship, Mm -hmm. have couples around you that are going to pour into you and not tear apart your marriage. So I think that's essential. That's, that's good, because when you put
1: more coal into the fire, that junk get hotter.
3: Exactly. But when right. you
1: take the coal out, that's not hot no more, because it yeah. ain't got nothing else. Exactly. exactly. And that's the true. train not finna move without the coal. Full uh-uh. Come on, now.
0: better the preach. On. Better to, hey. If that's
2: on his next know. song, yeah. we know why. Right. <laughs> Facts. What? What roles in your marriage, because every marriage is different, obviously, do you play when it comes to being a wife, and then you play when it comes to being a husband? Rules do you play? And then how do you relate to that in a biblical sense? Because obviously a wife and a husband will most likely act differently if they're not centered on Christ. So in accordance to the Bible, how do you guys implement that and continue to have your role as a wife and your role as a husband? And remember to go back to that foundation as well.
0: Um, For me, um, biblical reference, Proverbs 31, best thing to read. It's um, very clear. It kind of gives you an outline, But I also feel like people have to put it into modern day. Like, for instance, I'm not going to be sewing everything I wear. I'm buying it. But (laughs) (laughs) the principle is is that I'm taking care of what I have to get taken care of. So if my man needs underwear, guess what? I'm going to the store and I'm buying it. It's all about having things prepared. So for me, I take care of everything domestic. Everything in the house except for taking out the trash. Baby, you got that. I'm taking care of that. So that's like a wifely duty that you'll see. What
3: is domestic?
0: It, oh things at home, guys. Everything at My home. Bad.
3: I ain't never heard nobody say that.
1: Domicous
0: it's like you got domestic. the you got the domestic
3: travel, you got the international travel. Yeah. I, that's how you know I don't I, be doing that. I, I ain't know that so know. I well, exactly, because you don't gotta worry <laughs> about
0: that. That's what I'm here
3: for. Hey, that's, that's right, though. That's what I'm here for. There's some things that we just don't know. Come on now. <laughs> don't know come it on it now.
0: So yeah, that's that's Dang. what I am. And then second of all, just a helper in all aspects. That's what a Proverbs 31 woman was made for is to be a helper for your man. So in every each and every aspect that he needs me, I'm gonna be there. If I don't know it, I'm gonna learn it. So it's like, come on now. Either way, I'm going to be a helper I'm going to figure it out Like Fortnite? So that's it. Right Y'all, right. he taught me how to play Fortnite now I'm better than him Come on
1: Anyways. He's a helper
0: Right Come on, though So yeah, that's that's kind of my role as a wife But what about you, babe? Okay.
2: Ask question one more time She answered as a wife Then now what's your role as a husband And how the Bible talks about What the husband should be And how he should provide in a way Like how do you go back to a Biblical foundation of being a husband And implement that in your marriage?
1: And just love your wife yeah. as Christ loved the church. Hey. washing her with the word. Hey. And just being a leader. thats Those are the things that are so easy to say but so hard to do when you're in a situation. Um, but it's something that you learn over time. Uh, being a leader changes depending on what season y'all in. Because yeah. like, if we're in a season where she's struggling with something... Now I have to be a leader in a way where I'm, like, pouring into her. If we're in a season where it's, like, we're both figuring out something, I have to be a leader and kind of delegate things to her um, so she can help me. Um, If we're, like, overwhelmed by, like, maybe we got to figure out stuff around the house, but we're also traveling, but we got stuff going on. So being a leader is also doing the stuff that she wants me to do. That, like, taking out the trash and, like, making sure I'm cleaning up after myself, things like that. Because if I don't do that, then it's bad. Yeah. So, like I said, being a leader changes. But it's like you're growing and you're maturing and you're just growing up. It's like really growing up for real. Because yeah. it's like if you're bad, then your whole house going to be bad. Yeah. And that's what you learn as a man. That it's like it literally all depends on the man. And then the wife is there to encourage you. To make sure you stay on that path But it's like You gotta make sure you're good on all areas Not just one thing Like I can't just be good at music And then I'm not good at the crib So it's not gonna work So it's like I'm good at music But I come home And then I'm not taking out the trash I'm not taking out recycling I'm not giving her affection Like that's not gonna work I have to be good at being a husband first Then I go out and be good at the music So yeah
3: I think that's really good Because what you were saying Is like She's able to With the encouragement Encouragement comes with submission So not only is she Encouraging you But she's submitting to you Which is building up You as as a man Giving Dang, you that I'll be encu- like- <laughs> Giving you that encouragement Because be women naturally Want to submit They want to be led I was uh, listening to another podcast And they were like What do girls want? <laughs> girls want to Be known that they're getting taken care of. Facts. That if we're having a date night, that they don't even got to worry about nothing. They can just sit. They can walk. They don't even got literally turn their brain off. That's what they want. Facts. So I've been trying to do that a little bit more. She even have to think about the Valentine's oh, Day.
1: That's <laughs> good. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so, shut the ring one more time. You We showing them the ring the whole shut up, pocket. Shut
3: <laughs> so cool one thing, thing I'm really curious is about with the influence that you have and such a busy life and everybody's hitting you up. How do you balance in your marriage? How do you balance work life? with your love life, knowing that there's phone calls you got to take, there's social media videos that you got to make, like what's your perspective on that? Balance, okay, I got to give Val some attention, and what's your perspective on, okay, I understand that's the lifestyle he has, how can I adapt our relationship and still not take away from it? That's a good question.
1: All right, go ahead. (laughs) Man, that's a good question, bro. Um, I feel like, for me, the navigation starts with Knowing that I if I give myself a lot of time, I can get it done. But if I don't give myself the time, it's never going to happen. And if I push it back, that means I push back time with her. So it's like like another thing is growing up. Because if I know I wake up early in the morning she does it, I don't be like, oh. At first I was like, oh, she don't wake up as early as me. But I'm like, yo, that's amazing because I get all my stuff done. And then by the time she, up, oh, I done had a whole day. So it's like I use that to get my stuff done. And then when she wake up, we do what we need to do, and it goes into the nighttime where we do things together and we get ready for bed and things like that. But it's like, I don't wait. Like, I used to just wait and procrastinate. But it's like, if I wait and procrastinate, then it all goes back on me. It's like, I can't be mad at her that she's asking me to do other things now and I have something that I should have did yesterday. Mm. I just need to move it. And that's another thing. Instead of saying... Oh, I didn't get to it today. I just push it to the next morning. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this tomorrow morning. If I don't get it done in the morning, I'm going to do it tomorrow morning. Or I'll talk to her. I'll be like, yo, babe, I need to do this yeah. at this time. And sometimes I tell her a week in advance now. I'll be like, yo, this is going to happen this day. When we went to the, all those concerts that day. I was like, yo, this day we're going to go to two concerts. Yeah. And then she got ready for it. So it's like preparing her for that. But it's just being on t- on time and being responsible because it's like, it shouldn't get to the point where she's asking me to be around and I can't be around. I want to build my life to where I can almost leave my stuff and just come to her when she wants me to chill with her. And that's why I always build it to where everything is passive. Like, I'm not worried. If I don't do this right now, I'm good. If I'm doing it, it's extra. Because I did everything I need to do in the morning. So, yeah. That's oh,
3: good. Come that on. That's great
0: actually. That no, that's was really a good, good. question. I had that's a good that. It's a good question. It's a great question. I think for me it comes with a lot. Um for starters, I think God had to work something in me first and that's probably selfishness because being with Caleb it's like Great purpose comes with great sacrifice at the end of the day. Like, I have somebody that got a lot he has to deal with, a lot he has to burden with. So it's, like, the same way he has to, I have to, too. So it's, like, I have to understand that there will be moments that, yeah, I may want to cuddle for 30 minutes, but he's on a work phone call. And that's okay. And it's, like, because I know at the end of the day if I talk to him, I say, babe, I, I would like to have a 30-minute cuddle sesh. He's going to be like, okay, babe, I can have it at this time. But I got to be okay with that because first he's res- he's respecting me by at least letting me know when I can have it. You know, it's not like he's neglecting it completely. So, yeah, selflessness was something I had to learn. But then also boundaries. Like, after a certain hour, he doesn't take phone calls no more. Like, it's just us time. Like, put your phone down. <laughs> it's me and you right now. So that's one In the morning when we have breakfast, we have breakfast together. We are not eating separately. We are not doing this and you over there and I'm over here. No, we're going to be together because we have to, like he was saying, delegate, but time. We have to delegate time to each other and we have to respect that. Like we can't just be switching it on each other without letting each other know. So, yeah, putting aside the time and learning to be selfless is because, you know, we all have a ministry. We have a calling and it's going to take other people to do that. So there's going to be time that he has to dedicate with other people and I have to be okay with that.
2: It's like learning how to not just be roommates like y'all are a marriage you know y'all are one and that goes back to how the wife is supporting the husband like you're helping him by doing that like, okay we're gonna eat this time you're delegating it so he's like okay I know now what to do and sometimes it's bigger like we over spiritualize things a lot and I think that's the easy way to be like it's not just spiritual it's also natural like you have to look at your schedules you have to set time aside you have to be realistic you can't just be like oh the means are attacking our marriage no are you doing the right things you need to do Frick. so It's like, it's like, that's, that's just what I'm picking up right here. Cause it's like a lot of times people are saying the enemy attacking me. It's like, when's the last time y'all sat down? When's the last time y'all talked about your problems? When's the last time y'all was open and vulnerable, you know? And something that Kenny had said on the podcast last week was, it's not about closeness. It's about openness. And a lot of times we want to be so close to our partner, like in proximity to them, basically like we're next to them all the time. But it's more about openness. It's more about how transparent can you be? How open can you be? Because that's how problems are resolved. If you're like, okay- This is the time I'm taking a call, but at this time I can be there with you. Now that gives you like, okay, I'm assured. I know now I can go do what I need to do. If you need to go run errands, you can go run errands. You know, it's all about communication. That's the biggest thing.
1: Yeah, that's good because we have those times where she'll be like, she got to go do something. Or I'll be like, I got to go do something. But it's communication because if I tell her I'm going to do something, I don't give her a time. It's a problem. But now I'm learning. It's like I'm learning more about time because I'm like, I can't. I'm like, hey, I'm going to the gym. If I'm going to the gym, I'm not at the gym right now. I got to allocate the time through traffic. Is there traffic? I never thought about this stuff. Yeah, but I that's admit. very true. Is there traffic? When I get there, I'm calling her again. I'm like, okay, I just got here. So I think I'm going to come home at this time. Like I'm continuously changing it and checking in and figuring out what is the time I'm coming home. Because it's like, you can't just be out there. And you can't just have her out there wondering when I'm going to come home. Like,
2: where's my husband? Yeah,
1: like, where am I at? So it's like, yeah, openness. I got to be open about every detail, even when it feels like it's too – there's never enough
3: sharing in a marriage.
2: Exactly. That's good. That's really good.
3: I remember one time when we were at her house, we were all sitting – we sat down for, like, what, almost two hours when we were just talking. Oh, yeah. And the one thing that I'll never forget that you said is, like, bro – When you're in a marriage, it's not like you can literally just leave and go back to your house with your parents. Like, you can't. Like, whatever the problem is that you're going through, you got to figure it out now so that it don't happen. Because if you figure it out once, and it's cool, but y'all don't actually, like, okay, we're not ever going to do this again. We're not going to – like, you got to set up boundaries in place so it doesn't happen again. But if you never fix it, you're just going to continue to go through that same cycle. And that's that – ever since you said I was like, brain, bro. I got to prepare for that because I can't just, like, say, okay, I'm at you for this And this is that But now I'm, I'm going back home Like I'm chilling but, but in reality Y'all waking up Next to each other you're Like damn Here go this Who go this They go the same problem again We yeah. should've fixed it You
1: thought it was, You thought you was straight You thought you How about to sleep? wake up again and she right there
2: Here we go but again I love it yeah.
1: though Cause it's like Y'all in the paint Like yeah. Either y'all figure it out Or y'all figure it out It's no other option yeah.
2: That's true
1: there's no other. Option. There's no
2: going. There's no
1: leaving. Oh, like sick. you got to figure it out right gotta there. And then, but then it. when you figure it out, we always talk about this. Yeah. Every time we figure it out, we reach this next level of like, that's wow, true. I really appreciate you. Yeah. Like I really love because it. it's like when you get past that block, you set up those boundaries, you figured it out, and it just you get this calmness.
3: What yeah. are some typical boundaries that you think bruh, couples could put in place? Mm, that's a good question. That you the king like,
0: of boundaries, but you got that. First of
1: all, man, if you marry, bruh. Okay
2: First of all <laughs> There's a lot of different boundaries Nah so it's many. a
1: whole thing bro. And it
2: does
0: change Depending on the couple It
1: changes depending on it the couple do. And it changes depending on the situation That's what we learning Cause it's like In the beginning I was like Yo Boy best friends We both agreed on that And yeah, girl yeah. best friends No for sure We not having no yeah. girl I'm not finna have no girl best friends She not finna have no boy best friends yeah. We not doing that Um And And um Mm-mm. Long conversations with the opposite sex in the phone. Like, I don't need to be texting no shorty in my phone. Because I don't want to build... Because I'm extreme. I'm like, I really have seen the worst of it. So I don't even want to get close to it. Like, I don't want to be in my phone texting a shorty yeah. on some random stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I end up actually spilling my feelings. Yeah. So it's like... Same. We keep the same boundaries. We that's the thing. If I tell her something, we always do it both ways. If she tell me something, we always do it both ways. I think that another boundary is just like when we're ready to go, like we'll be somewhere. Oh, that's a good one. And then we have like a word that we say, and we be like, "Yo, it's time to leave." Like <laughs> yeah. no matter where we at, um, and we're learning that too because we're learning that we like to spend time in different places, but. When we're in that place that we enjoy, we need the other person to help us get out of there. Oh. <laughs> because if we don't have the other person to help us, we not finna go. Yeah. Like, real life. And for me, it's the basketball court. For her, it's a family. Mm-hmm. And we just be telling each other, hey, it's the word. And if we do the word, it be like, right, we out. You feel me? So yeah. that's that another. word go, tweet it, tweet.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's
1: get out of
0: <laughs> And here. Actually, for us, it's a song. We sing a song we and then sing, we like,
1: we, okay, yeah, yeah, we sing, we sing different songs, it whatever different song thing. it is for that day, we sliding on that one. And um, <laughs> it's a worship, worship song sometimes,
0: it's it so, a worship
2: song,
1: yeah. There's sometimes it'd be like some we just heard on TikTok.
2: It but it depends. be worship
3: songs too. Yeah. Oh, so y'all get in the car. I
2: think I like this little life. <laughs> yeah, y'all get in the car
3: and be like, all right, baby, this is a song we gonna play when yeah, we're ready to go.
1: You're no, joking, but that's it.
2: literally how we
0: did it. Yeah, like the other crazy. day, that's literally what gratitude made it yeah. on that list.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't even
0: See like, oh, like, you again come on now.
1: and again. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, <laughs> nah, nah, we ready to get out of here but um, for that, you can you think of some some boundaries? Some
0: other boundaries. Um, I know this is kind of a recent one. Like if we're in the same vicinity and I need something, I have to direct my need to you. Oh, facts! <laughs> Instead of like, say for instance, like. I need, I need some water for my cup. I'm not going to be like, hey, can anybody get me some water for my cup? No, I'm going to be like, hey, hubby, can you get me some water Thanks. for my cup? You got married for that. Yeah, you want to feel the dependability. Like, I need you for something. Yeah. So, I think every man wants why. to feel
1: that. They want to feel like they woman needs them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just say, hey, can you come, can you get me something? And that's why I'm here. Yeah. But when you just like anybody, it's just like, okay, I feel like I'm in the air.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? I work. It like what I feel like that's what you try, I feel like that's what you trying to get a girl like you yeah. just do you just do things for her when she asks for anybody to do it, mm-hmm. but it's like we married. It's like tell me what you want me to do. Yeah. I'll go do that joint. Right.
2: And so then adding on to the boundaries as far as when y'all have your own shifts in your relationship, you have things going on. I know, like our friend group is very much a pretty big friend group so you don't want to say one thing to one friend then it gets back to another friend then now this person's calling caleb and this person's calling you and like wait what what happened here like say y'all are going through something like your marriage is going through something and y'all are trying to figure out okay how do we solve this issue how do you have boundaries in place when it co- goes to talking to people about it? Oh, so oh, that good. way, moving forward, it's not he said, she said, this said, that said. Like, y'all have the specific people you guys are allowed to talk to. And how do you keep those boundaries? We don't even
1: talk to no friends except for if it get really crazy. Yeah,
0: we, we like to not even bring it up to our friends. Um, and it's not to say that they aren't wise or they can't give us counsel or anything. It's just... Nobody in our friend group has had the years under their belt,
2: Very the true. experiences Very under true. their
0: belt. It's like, yeah, you can give me knowledge, but you're not giving me wisdom because you haven't lived it yet. Right. So it's like we would like to go to the people that have, if we can't contact them, that's different. Because we did have a situation yeah, where like I contacted a friend because my counselor was not there for me. Okay. So I You know, but obviously someone that I I knew in that moment, she could pour into me what I needed in that moment, which she did. Shout out. You already know who you are. Um, So it's like, yeah. Um... You you go to your counselors first That's what I would always Heard. recommend I don't say every time you have an issue bring it to your friend Because that's going to give them a false image of What your partner actually is So yeah I would always say go to your counselor First if you can't then you find A friend please do not go to your family Oh my gosh please do not go To your family we love them But they are not a part of your covenant They are going to then get Misconstrued views of your partner they're only Going to view them in that one instance and not who They actually are so yeah don't go to your family,
1: I even say don't go to no friends. Period. Because my thing is, is like, if you can't talk to the counselor, you could set up a meeting and you set up the meet. Because that's the thing, you can't go nowhere. Y'all have this problem, y'all got to figure it out. And if y'all can't figure it out, y'all go to the counselor. And that's what we do. Um, we have that conversation, even if she talked to her friend, I come back to her and be like, babe, next time go to the counselor because that's for both of us. It's not like We demonizing each other. When we go to the counselor, they come with they married couple, and we sit with us as a married couple, and we go back and forth like that. They hear my side. They hear her side. And they give us both a solution. When she calls somebody on the phone and she's talking to somebody on the phone, it's one-sided. So it's like you always want to keep it both sides because you don't want it to feel like this person is doing all these things to me. When we go to the counselor and we give one side another side, they be like we both tripping. Every time. They be like, Y'all both tripping. Y'all need to do this. Every time. But when you go to one person, it's like, oh, no, nah, he tripping. He See, now it turns into a whole situation. And that's why I was like, yo, let's go to the counselors if we can't figure it out. And you know what? Actually, lately, we've just been figuring it out. Like, we'll sit here for hours if we need to and just talk the whole time. Because it's like you want to be able to figure it out because – your person not going nowhere You're going to have to go to sleep with this person So you might as well talk that joint out Because it's just miscommunication And when you start learning it We start figuring it out quicker Like now we're like Okay We have something that we disagree with We start talking And now we take less and Put less emotions in it We'll be like Okay we can have this conversation And we can move on So we can have this conversation And we can go eat We can have this conversation And go somewhere Because we not stuck on the situation no more
2: And it's like you don't have to go to your counselors for every single thing because at the end of the day, your counselors are great and it's amazing to have them. Yes, but they're not going to be able to talk to you every single day and every single disagreement and every single argument like you have to be able to do what you signed up for. To facts. I mean, like, when y'all got married, you signed up for that, you know? Yeah. And so you have to be able to stay true to that covenant through better and through worse. Like, you have to good. sit down and figure out the conflict and communicate and hear both sides. I mean, even us, we're not married yet. we we on the way, though. Praise God. Amen. But it's like every single time we've had a conversation where we sit down and we really evaluate each other's feelings, it's always been glory to God. Like we're starting to implement this thing where every single week we sit down and we're like, okay, what did you do good? What did I do good? What did you do that I did not like? What did I do that you did not like? And then we talk about, okay, how can we grow? And it's helped a lot because then – That week, you're thinking about that one conversation. And then when you do something that you mentioned in that conversation, you're like, oh, shoot, wait, let me back up. We literally talked about this and that I need to do better on this. Like for me, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when I'm frustrated, I be like, oh, like I just get so mad. Like, I'm like, bro, what the heck? Can stuff just work? Just work. Just work. And sometimes I will take my anger out and don't even realize I do it. But I'm starting to catch on those cues more and like bite it in the butt and be like, yo, babe, I'm sorry. I recognize it though. And I'm starting to recognize it. Like I'm starting to see it. And that's like growth because if you have a conversation now throughout your week, you start to realize where you mess up, where you have those flaws. And now you can better communicate and same with him. Like if he will do something that he messed up, he's like, dang, I really did just talk about that. Yeah. Hold up. My bad. I'm sorry. Gotta get that plank out of my eye. Right, right, right. Get that plank out of his eye. So
3: I'm not going to lie. That literally just happened today. And she, yeah, I was did. literally doing a shoot and she was getting frustrated because she was on the phone trying to just take care of personal business. So I was like, you know, for my story, I like to get behind the scenes and show that I'm working. So I walk up because she usually do it. No problem. Just smile. Sure, baby. I'll do it for you. So I walk up. I was like, he did. She's, I was like, <laughs> like hey, I was like, hey, hey. I was like, like ah. <laughs> I was like, uh, all right. Well, here she's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." I'm annoyed, I was like, "All right." Then I, then she, uh, I look at it. I was like, "It wasn't the best angle." <laughs> no, <laughs> I walked up. I walked up. No. up. I was like, I'm I walked up, and she was still upset. I was like, "Everything okay, baby?" I <laughs> know she was upset. I told the camera like this. <laughs> <laughs> but then. Well, But then a couple minutes later, she realized what happened and why she was upset. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I was about to get upset and I realized she does that, but she came and corrected herself. So I had to understand that she's getting better on that. And then we continue to work on that. And I had to... (laughs) It is. It is (laughs) literally is, Grace. Facts. Lately, she's been saying, we want to go on more dates, more dates. Let's be intentional with our dating. And I know there's a phase where you go from talking to dating and dating is literally just getting to know somebody. Mm-hmm. How would you say dating is different from marriage? Like, are you guys <laughs> intentionally dating? Because I feel like once you get into that marriage phase, you're never going to stop dating. It's literally, you guys are continuing to date on that yeah. journey.
1: You got to make time to do stuff. <laughs> like, literally, bro, we literally have to make time for ourselves because if we don't, we not finna do it. Because you get comfortable. You get in the same house with somebody, in the same place. you like, yeah, I'm just with this person. So we here every day. What you mean? Go out? It's like nah. You gotta go out. <laughs> you, like, you gotta do it. Like what are we not doing? Let's make a plan. Like, and then one
3: thing you realize is when you actually go on that day, you're like, oh, that was actually kind of fun. Let's it was was we
1: do again. that every time, bro. We literally go out and we're like, yo, this is lit. I feel like I'm seeing her in a new light every time we go out. So it's like, and you gotta want to get ready, put some clothes on, go outside. Like, look good. Yeah, we at the crib. We, we in pajamas all day. Like. <laughs> It's like, bro, right. you got to go put some clothes on and go outside. Like.
2: It'll always be the best when you get dressed up and your man's like, oh, wow. You look good today." Right. Like, yeah, I was so wearing a, a dress. She about to put that dress that's on. Right. We right. Put dress on. On. <laughs> that dress like, on. like, you know, like,
0: <laughs> dang. Oh, hey.
1: You be at the house, <laughs> yeah, you be like, you know. No,
0: like.
2: I, I put a dress on for the first time in how long? And I got this. So uh-uh. we I, I I, on, Put the dress on, ladies. Put the dress on.
1: <laughs> go on dates while you're married. You have to.
2: Y'all both come from two very different cultures and two very different backgrounds. So when y'all came together as one, how did you adapt and adjust to that? Because I know for us, like, us two, two very different cultures, very different backgrounds. And that's been something we've really had to learn, especially proceeding into engagement. Like, we've had to really sit down and have conversations with each other's families and understand each other's perspectives. I've had to have conversations with his family and vice versa so they understand the culture we grew up in. So, like, if I give a half hug... It's because I grew up like that, you know, versus a whole hug. That's also how his culture is. And it's something against them. It's just how do you honor each other's cultures while being a part of it? Because as a two become one, you now are in that culture as well.
0: Um, I would say one thing because we experience the same thing. We do have very different cultures. I say time and grace. <laughs> time and grace. Fair are very much needed because you cannot expect someone that has been doing something for 20 years of their life right. that in a week they're going to change. Right. <laughs> so it's like, first, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Right. Like, you That's want them very to change true. in a few days? Like, we had so many false expectations on that. Like, he wanted so many things, and I wanted so many things to be done. And I'm like, I want it now. It just doesn't make sense. Why do y'all even do that? And they're like, because we've been doing it. And it's like, oh, you yeah. can't expect anything different. You got to have time and you over communicate what you do want. Because at the end of the day, you're starting new standards. You're starting new traditions. And it's like, as long as you continue to talk about that, hey, your family did this and my family did that, but our family is going to do this. Right. So it may take you're time, spitting. but this is what we're going to do. You yes. know what I'm saying? Facts.
1: Yes.
3: You Pastor? <laughs> oh. well, now
1: preach. Hey. She said everything. Hey. <laughs>
3: She but said yeah,
1: everything. no, really adapting between cultures. that what she said. We're not trying to figure out when we her parents want me to speak Spanish so bad. I just, <laughs>
0: <they really do. laughs> we just got <laughs> so married
1: last bad. year. I'm, I look at them like I'm sorry, I'm not finna speak Spanish. Yeah, right I'm now. not trying to. I'm try. on Duolingo though, and I'm learning. Even though we went to DR, I still was speaking English because you're not going to throw me in no country and I'm going to switch my whole lingo. But the longer I was there, I started speaking Spanish. I Uh was like, it started kicking in.
3: So it's just like, give me some time. Mm We're going to figure it out. How long have you guys been married for? A year year what, what was the day uh 26. february 26 so 26
1: and they coming up and they don't yeah. put sauce on nothing and i put sauce on everything i went to dr bro they
0: had no ketchup they had no mayonnaise wait no hold, on, hold on hold on hold on Aww. no we use ketchup we for eating. tostones which are like Toastone. your fries yeah. the accent came yeah. out They're of nowhere, <laughs> right? came out of nowhere. but tanish. it's like in my head like in my culture it's like you don't need sauce because your food is so good you know what it i'm saying like it's like if your food is good what you need sauce for sauce means your food it was weird and you needed to add something else. What what, that I mean. but I, I know do to know to you, but I'm saying, like, for us, that's what we've been right here. Sauce we're seeing closure, guys. And then culture. another thing, too, is if you cook your food, it has gravy on it, so it's like, why are you adding extra sauce? Just, hey, nah, but look, look me, she it introduced
1: don't make sense. me to a lot of spices and ingredients that we never put in our food. Yeah, so, spice on his life, yeah. She was giving peppers and like all that stuff. Like, she be saucing up the eggs crazy. I know y'all be seeing her Instagram, kind of, but like. She be saucing up the eggs crazy. I was like, bro, I just
3: put like salt and pepper on my eggs. Mm-hmm. And she got the
1: whole joint. And I'm like, y'all really season your food really good. Sure but do. she ain't lying
3: though, because I know with the tacos and everything, when I was trying to add some cheese to my tacos, you know. Was, oh, cheese? That's it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I they say it say throw the whole world on No, no you know what I'm saying like, because you know, when I, go to, when I went to Miami, there was like a taco shop and they don't do no cheese. I'm like, bro, can I get some cheese on my taco? <laughs> they're like, we don't do that. And it's just like you were saying, it's like disrespect to yeah. even want to add something. To what people have, yeah, bro, nah, but sauce be
1: busting, bro. So that's how we grew up, bro. Barbecue sauce, sweet and sour sauce, Mm-mm. all type. Man, I went there. I had to make my own mayo ketchup.
0: No, we 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 use mayo ketchup.
1: I had to make my Buffer own planting. though. I had to get the ketchup packet, and get the mayo packet, and then put it together. You
0: gotta do what you gotta do. But you
1: gotta do what you gotta do because I can't <laughs> just be eating chicken. Oh, another thing, they be eating chicken with no rice.
0: Wait, what? No. That's our main meal. It's chicken, rice, and beans. No,
1: no, 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 no. But sometimes they be eating chicken like with nothing. Oh, bear. It's called
0: pica pollo. It's like fried chicken. You get it on like a little stand, but they normally only sell fried chicken and like like, tostones, fried plantains. But we don't have rice because it's like a fast food. You don't have rice at McDonald's. Like that's how we view it in DR. Every
1: time I see chicken, I think rice. But like I said, we (laughs) adapt. And then we change and we grow. And I know how her culture
2: is. She know how my culture is. Now let me is. say, though, at their wedding, that food was bussing, though. Oh, really? That Bro, food was crazy. I didn't eat at my own wedding. That joke was crazy. Like, that food was gas. We had
1: Jamaican and Dominican food. It
2: was everything.
1: It crazy. It was all the above. When you combine them both, it's Ooh, amazing. What? Just like that us. You know what I'm cool saying? Cool. You know what I'm oh, saying?
2: Combine oh, that.
1: Oh. Brr. Had to get that. As
2: far as honoring families, that's exactly what... We talked about at church on Sunday, our pastor was talking about the honor code and how every single different culture has an honor code and you have to respect that honor code. And he said the one country that doesn't have an honor code is America. But if you go to any other country, there's an honor code. There's a certain way that things are done. Like if you go to... um like Iraq or Iran, there's certain places. If you go to Dominican Republic, there's certain things that you are you are to do. Like I know, especially in the Hispanic culture, there's a lot of like one side cheek kiss thing. Like the
1: oh no, nah. like hey, but hey say hello, but it's, but it's not O D. It's not Crazy, but you better say hello. But you
2: better
0: oh, you say hello because if you don't, it's everybody. a problem. Like it can't be a general. It's disrespect. It's like no, I can't even get a second year time. Right,
2: right. <laughs> like that's
0: how they look at it. Facts.
2: Versus other cultures are not like that. Like my family. They could care less, bro. Like I could walk up in that house and go straight to a room and they'd be like, cool. Hey, like they literally don't care, but that's just like how I grew up and it's just dependent on the culture. But going into a marriage, as you learn the culture, like you said, grace, that's a big thing. Grace, understanding that we've been doing this our whole life. So that's what we're used to and adapting to it and being, being willing to adapt to it. I think that's the key with marriage, with any type of relationship you have, you have to adapt to it. And be willing to sacrifice what you grew up with to adapt to the person that you are now giving your life up for. you know? Because Christ says to honor your wives and give yourself up for them just as Christ did the church. And it's vice versa. We're supposed to do the same. We're supposed to live selflessly for our husbands. So if that's the case, you have to adapt to it and give up yourself and be willing to go above and beyond to adapt into that culture. And so I like what y'all said on that. But moving forward, how would you say y'all have built a foundation on Christ and what has been the biggest things y'all go back to and keep that relationship centered on Christ. Together or separate? Together. Like, as a whole, both of y'all. We
1: always make sure we're learning because we don't want to be like, we know everything about everything, especially about God. Like, just because we got saved and we got married don't mean now we know everything about God.
0: Facts. It's like,
1: we still trying to figure out everything about God and how to apply them into our daily lives yeah. and go back to the same stuff that we were watching before to really relearn it. Yeah. Because just cause you learned it at one point in time, doesn't mean you can't go back and relearn something, the right, same right, topic, right. but it means different cause we're married now. So we'll hear something. and We'll be like, wow, yeah. now I have to relearn this again. Yeah. Um, and we remind each other all the time of the principles that we started when we First got married, yeah. and every night we're always something's playing, something either a sermon or just like something that is teaching us something. We're reading yeah. a book, right? We're in a book right now called His Needs, Her Needs. Y'all need to read that because yeah. and how
0: good. to affair-proof your marriage. Oh, oh yeah,
1: that y'all need to tap just in kiss. with some books. Don't ever stop reading books. <gasps> Go back to the books you read yeah. with your spouse because yeah. it's like you can't, you don't know everything. That's that's what really keeps us God-centered. Is that we always on that type of time where we're like, okay, let's go back in the Bible and see what it says. That's Are we good. always checking each other, sharpening each other like, oh, but it says this. Does it say that in the Bible? And then we go look at it, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like that's what keeps it in the center is that we focus on the individual too. Yeah, because that's what not learning only now, do we think, just have yeah. our stuff together, but you better be in the Word by yourself too because you're still yeah. an individual. At the yeah. same time, I'm a man. I got to figure out things about men. She's a woman. She has to learn things about being a woman and mm-hmm. being married yeah. or just being a woman, period. Because yeah. if she becomes a better woman, if I become a better man, we have a better marriage.
0: Yeah. So, and yeah. to piggyback off what you were saying, <clears throat> the word of God is living. So there's always going to be a different revelation, even if you're reading the same thing. So, yeah, like you said, we we have to always be okay with not knowing everything. So, yeah, like you were saying, I feel like we're always in a place where we know we can do better for our marriage. So we're always constantly looking for better ways to new new things to be better in our covenant. So, yeah, that was good.
1: Oh, yeah, and prayer and worship.
0: Oh, my gosh, no, worship is 24-7. <laughs> for me especially, worship is 24-7. At every point of every day,
2: I'm pretty sure I have music playing. And I think that goes back to just having a heart of humility. Like, that's the foundation of all of it. Like, Jesus came and he served, but he had a heart of humility while doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, he was humble enough to come down to earth and give himself up for us, for our sins. And that proves, like, we have to have that same humble heart. And that's what it's about because you never know everything. You never know everything about the Bible. You never know everything about marriage. Like, you can open the Bible and read the same verse every single day for a month, and God will— reveal something different every single time. Because his word is sharper than a double-edged sword, able to pierce between bone and marrow, Mm -hmm. which means that there's going to be new revelations. There's going to be new discoveries. Like how you interpret David and Goliath when you're little, sitting in a Sunday school class, to how you interpret it now is two completely different things because you get to actually understand, okay, who is the Goliath in my life? Or what is the Goliath in my life? What's the circumstance? What's the situation that I'm fighting? And how can I rise up and be a warrior? Although I feel weak, to do what God has told me to do. Yeah. Versus when you're a little kid, you're like, oh, stones, and hit Goliath, and he fell, and he was tall. and da-da-da. Like, yeah. you don't think about the deep stuff. Yeah, the you principle. don't think about it. Yeah, and know. so it's like really allowing yourself to go deeper in the word and to discern it more mm-hmm. and allow the spirit to guide you as well. Like, mm-hmm. if you just read the word to read the word, but the spirit ain't operating, like, how are you going to receive revelation? So you got to pray before you read and be like, God, revealed to me. What you want me to hear, and allow me to see your truth within it, and give me revelation in my own life, or give me revelation to pour into someone else. Because mm-hmm. not always is it for ourselves. Sometimes it's for true. sometimes what you receive is meant for him, yep. and sometimes what he receives is meant for you, mm-hmm. or it's for a friend, or it's for something else. You know. Yeah. So definitely.
1: That's why I'll be like, when you read it, when you're reading the Bible, you don't try to OD break it down all the time, because you should let the Holy Spirit work in you. And allow you to be able to re- receive it, like you just read it. Like I always open the word, and when we read something, we just read it, and we don't think about it because the Holy Spirit will remind you mm-hmm. what you read and what you said. Right. And I feel like that's how you start being sensitive to the Spirit mm-hmm. is that you read it and you just allow the Holy Spirit to do that for you. Yeah. Instead of having to study and take notes, I'm not saying yeah. don't do that. I'm just saying that if you take the, if you actually sit there and just read it, and then you let God remind, maybe that friend might come up to you. And now you, oh, that's the scripture I just read today that it yeah. talked about this. And then you helped that friend just because you allowed the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you in that moment.
3: He says, ask, seek, and knock. And, like, he'll give you all the knowledge that you want. You right. just got to go out there and seek it. Yeah. And when you intentionally look for it, that's when everything's going to start, like, popping up. Because, mm-hmm. you know, have you ever heard that saying, like, if you're intentional with looking for red cars on the road or specific cars like like, oh that car keep popping up or just like the Instagram and the algorithm that thing keep popping up Mm -hmm. if you ask and you seek for it it's gonna pop up Mm -hmm. but that's the same thing with the scripture that's the same thing with intentionally living on purpose for the word of God it's gonna pop up you just gotta be intentional and you gotta ask for it and he's gonna and he's gonna give it to you that's so good because if people are looking for it they always gonna find more of it Mm -hmm. But if you're not
1: looking for it You're not gonna find none you're of it You're looking for dude. it In the wrong places That's literally <laughs> how The algorithm works You snap I ain't gonna lie The more videos That come up on your feed That you sitting there And watching That's all you are finna get
0: That's true
1: But if you're not looking at The videos that are edifying you And building you up And you're wondering why It's a whole bunch of garbage In your phone
0: <laughs> And that's what you're giving Your partner yeah, that's Cause you that's exactly What you yeah, ate That's
1: <laughs> what you're feeding Into your right. right. mind That's crazy So yeah that's
3: good You guys discussed Like a lot of different challenges That you guys had In your, uh, in your marriage And that's like accommodating for each other's culture, uh, communication. What would you say is like the biggest challenge that you guys have had in your marriage and like, how did you overcome it?
0: Um, if we're being completely transparent, it's probably sex. If I'm going to be honest, hey, tell be- hey, no, I'm being real. It's not necessarily the act of sex. It's understanding the need behind why a man needs sex and the importance of that. And it's like, sometimes it's going to take a woman, uh, a wife to be selfless and prioritize having sex because it's a need of a man same way we want him to prioritize giving us affection all of this stuff is biblical like that's something yeah that's the that's something that the book is teaching us it's like no you can't you can't make it seem like it's not as important because it doesn't matter to you as much but it's very important to him so it's like prioritizing that and um not saving stuff for later and then never doing it. It's because you know I think that's probably the biggest challenge I've been facing, and then you could speak for yeah, because it's, like, it's like it's like
1: what she was saying. That was a good answer to what you said, but what what it also says in there where it's like why relationships fall apart. Mm-hmm. Relationships fall apart is because needs aren't being met. Right, right, right. And it's like I have to know her needs mm-hmm. of affection. Yep, that's not something I could just be like. Oh, yeah, like you don't really need that. Like,
0: right, wait till tomorrow.
1: Yeah, or mm-hmm. like maybe I, my understanding of affection, I'm like, I give her that. And it's like, no, I need to know what her, uh, what she wants. Because right. if I'm giving her what I know mm-hmm. because I feel like she needs that, oh, I'm buying you things. She don't care about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or I'm doing this for you and do that for you. She don't care about this stuff. So it's like, what does she want? She yeah. want me. To cuddle up with her in the bed. Okay, bet. I'm going to give her what she needs. She wants me to be nice to her all day. Okay, I'm going to give her that. She wants me to um, be, you know, close to her and just be around her. Yeah. I'm going to do that. And, and just knowing what she needs, and that's why I said it's curated to other relationships find out what your person needs don't always be like oh it's what i know it's like no ask the person what they want and just give them that Mm -hmm. and you'll always get what you need yeah because you're providing each other's needs so i feel like that was the biggest thing not understanding that we both have other needs Mm -hmm. when we weren't married it was so easy to do that because it was like we we were chasing each other Mm -hmm. so it's like now we have to reverse engineer that into our relationship and be like Okay, just like we were chasing each other when we were dating, we got to do that same thing while we yeah. married. Mm-hmm. And it, But now the enemy doesn't want us to do it.
0: Exactly. So now
1: it's like everything is against us being so together. Warfare and it's like before it was like everything was trying to get us <laughs> to do it. Right, right, right. Now it's like we want you to not do it. Yeah. So you can break up a whole
3: generation. Yeah. One thing I want to say is that one of my mentors told me that the woman that you're going to meet She's not gonna be the same woman that you are gonna have, like same wife, same Absolutely. woman that you are gonna have ten years down the road. You guys are only a couple of years in. How can you say that she's changed and that you, how he's changed in the relationship? I feel like people put that in a bad light too. I don't
1: hear a lot of positive things that say, it's but it the is same positive. I feel like it's to be very. Positive. I feel like it's very positive, yeah. but I feel like people don't even break that down. Like it's like last year, there were so many things that we didn't even understand. That I feel like now. I don't even have to tell her no more it's mm-hmm. like we talk to each other to the point where we're like in each other's head like she don't gotta tell me to do certain things cause her 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 words are in my head so I'm changing I'm getting bruh the dude that I was last year whole different person yeah. like I was like yo that's crazy that I was like that um, because when I got with her like my heart was like a rock and for real compared yeah, to her cause strange. she was like a flower she was like if you touch her her things is fall off <laughs>
0: That's uh, so uh, accurate. That's but I was so like, accurate. "Hey, yo!" But
1: it's like that's my culture. Like, yeah. But then I realized that's real. we actually toxic. <laughs> like, my culture actually toxic.
0: Yeah, I feel like I feel like for that's me, good. um, what to answer your question, one of the things that I've seen grow in you is probably like gentleness. Yeah. Um, it, it ta- like I said, it takes time and grace because there was plenty of situations where I feel like he wasn't showcasing that to me, and I was like, "But why?" And it's his culture. So it's like you have to take that stuff into consideration, but you you have been doing way better with that Like you're, you're understanding tenderness, you're understanding how to care for my heart, how to care for my needs And when you speak to me, what tone are you using, you know, what verbiage are you using So all of that stuff, I feel like you've grown ever since we started dating, you've done way better
1: Yeah, because black culture is like, hey, get over here, do this, do that yeah. What's the answer to number three? <laughs> Versus she's over here like, what is is it? That's facts, man. And I'm looking at it like, and we laugh at we laugh at it because we like, oh, it's funny. Yeah. But it's cool. like, that's not actually good. Like, that's not healthy at all.
3: But that's just how we are. And we
1: be like, what up? And then we be joking on each other. And it's not even that serious. It's not even that deep. And it's like.
0: And then to me, I'm like, bro, you could tell I do me some one thing. And then a week later, I'm she, like, bro, why did he say that? Like, I just don't know. I do one little joke. She broke down. I'm like, yo. I didn't even say
1: nothing. I didn't even finish the joke. <laughs> finish the joke. But, but now I'm like, you know what? I actually been looking at my friends, and my friends be like, they don't like that either. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, so this is something I just wasn't aware of.
3: That's real though, because that's one thing we had to adjust to. When I when we first get, and still till today, but she's gotten, bruh. Like we were saying with the question, like that's not gonna be the same person that you know. When you meet them, it's gonna be a whole different person. Every day I look, I was like, "Bro, that's not the same girl that I met at a youth camp." Like, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> it, it is not the same it girl. Can't be. It's it's a woman now. So, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but yeah, I forgot where I was going. <laughs> hey. But like
2: complimented
3: her. Now, what was I about to say though? <laughs> uh, no,
2: but you were talking about how. Oh yeah. Yeah, She's our like, jokes, our jokes,
3: our jokes. Like I'll like, joke od sometimes. I'm like, okay, maybe that one was kind of bad, but it wasn't really that bad. But it kind of was that bad, so I had to apologize. But it was some points where she was shut down because the joke was terrible. But I'll be like, bro, it's not that bad. But now I look back, bro. Because the us, some we one used one to, bad. bro, we used to grill, like,
1: yeah, we no, used to cook just real. So it's like when we joke, it's like, man, it's brutal. Bro, yeah, we we have brutal jokes, but it's like. To normal people, bruh, they like, yo, why are you saying this to me? It's we low key was bullying each other for real. Yeah. Like
0: well, I remember one day you school, called me a giraffe. I've never forgotten that. A giraffe? Dude, he told me this in the beginning of when we were dating, and I have never forgotten that.
1: Bro, I was playing, bro. I was damn I
0: playing. was like, bro, that's not a joke. Like, my neck is long? That's what you're telling me. My neck is long. Nah, she started crying, Now I'm going to wear turtlenecks every day of my life, because <laughs> why are you saying that? I was that?
1: like, bro, I can never... I was like, that was wild. I can't joke <laughs> on her ever again. Because... Nah, for real. I was like, I can't joke on her ever again, because if I do, it's going to, like really hurt her.
2: But I think it's like learning what jokes are okay and what jokes aren't. Because like that's something that we've adapted to because I can take some here and there like that's fine. Like I'm good get, having a good laugh here and there you know especially when we competitive or doing some type of game or something like that. But there's some where I'm like okay that was too far. Mm-hmm. You know like that was if you're coming at my character if you're coming at anything about who I am that where that's where it becomes a problem.
1: You know how because, to drive. You know how to drive. <laughs>
2: Thank you. And it's But it makes sense, though, because it's it's the way y'all grew up, you know? It's the way y'all are used to and accustomed to. And me, I mean, heck, my brothers, they like that. I'm not going to lie. So I am used to that, but... From the person that I love and that I want to marry, that's where it hurts more. Because if it's someone like my brother, I'm like, whatever, it's my brother. It's my brother. Or if it's like a friend, it's like whatever. But if it's a person that you are going to marry and be with the rest of your life that knows you like no one else knows you besides the Lord, then you're like, oh, wait. What's wrong with me? Because they but see the most vulnerable parts of
0: you. Exactly. So it's like, dang, you're taking that for granted. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's. But it's a
1: balance too, because like I arrived yeah. at her house, like I was like, I'm not joking on her ever again. I made it up in my mind, bro. I go to her house, bro, <laughs> and her brother's like, this was trash. But I know he's joking. She know he joking confused because i'm like if i would have said that it would have broke the whole house yeah. and that's why i was like all right it's a balance because you know how to take a joke but you the thing about a joke is you gotta know when someone is playing and that's I, that's what i'm learning i'm like okay you gotta know what i'm playing because your brother say something and it's like haha kiki kiki and I'm like, that would have hurt you, though. I would never say that.
0: By the way, I would not have been offended if you said that. Because right. that's funny. I, I just don't like when you take jokes too far.
1: She would have been offended if I would have been like, this is trash. Because I've done I've I've done jokes that was in that ballpark, and I couldn't do them no more. So I'm like, I'm not doing that. Because she don't know what I'm playing. That's what she would tell that's me. That's good. But I would see her with her brother. I've seen her with her brother. And I'm like, nah. I, I know you can take a joke. So we gotta figure out the balance of yeah. the jokes, but you know what? I haven't even been trying to be on her like that, and then she's just adapted. So it's grace. Also, it's like you can't think somebody's gonna change in a minute. She getting out of that mindset of, oh, I don't want this person to hurt me and things like that. This is a person I know and love, and now we're like we're friends, you know. And this feels like a friendship. Like we can joke and we can do all these things now. Because we just been married longer, and it's like yeah. the longer you with somebody, stuff just don't be od anymore. Also, you
3: just get to know them though, as a gen- generally you generally just get yeah, to yeah, know get them. To so know know you, you know what hurts yeah. them, you know what they like, exactly. and then you know what you got to cater to. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Longer you, you with get somebody, some bad, rate, bad catering rate is exactly. if you fold
1: facts. You gonna get right. there, but that's definitely what it is.
2: So before we wrap up, because somehow we're already at an hour. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we kept, we that going. that went so oh, fast. Really? Um, we have one more question, and this is one that we'd be asking everyone, because... Oh. I think we actually realized this from your relationship. Uh-oh. So I'm going to give you a backstory Uh-oh. on that. Yeah, oh, I remember Lord. that. Oh Lord. So when we went to, they used to do a little basketball league together, Caleb and Kobe. And we went out to dinner afterwards with them. And then we were in their car and we were just listening to music that they had been creating together. And it was like songs that Val and Caleb did together. And we're like, that's so cool that their ministries go together. And we're in the car and having a revelation. We're like, wait, their ministries go together. wait our ministries go together. Wait, God is so intentional. And so it it was just like really cool because we're realizing that when God puts that person in your life, who's going to be there for the rest of your life, he's going to be intentional. Cause not only are you a great helper when it comes to like domestic stuff, but like you do music too. And that's your gifting. Like that is what God has implemented in you. And for me and Jacoby, it's like, I do content creation. He does content creation. I do editing. He helps like with all this stuff. He's taught me so much. Like I was doing podcasting before he was even in it and then he rose up to be a part of it too and so it's like our ministries just go together seamlessly nah cause this like, is crazy no it's crazy this is next level this is right right now. Right. this is the Lord I'm about to yeah. get the cameras like, like,
3: this, man said provision. this
2: provision. is literally the Lord like yeah. because me with the podcast equipment him with the cameras like all this stuff it just went together seamlessly perfectly. and we didn't even realize it and step back and look at it until mm-hmm. after that double date we had with yeah. And so my question is, because God intentionally puts people together mm-hmm. with their purpose, calling and their ministry, just like your music, mm-hmm. what has been the biggest blessing in your marriage? The biggest blessing Was the biggest marriage? blessing. I think it's
0: probably that we made. The right decision to put purpose over pleasure. Mm. Because when you're picking a partner, a lot of people pick them based on pleasure. It's right. like, what do you look like? What can you bring to the table? Good. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. Pause. We're right Say that again. <laughs> Perfect. What? When you're
0: picking a person, it's important to put purpose over pleasure.
1: Wow, you snap. You so. crazy.
0: And actually, Mike Todd says it. Mike Todd, I think he has a whole sermon on it, too. But it's so good because it's like purpose is everlasting, you know? Yeah. And it's just like pleasure and looks, all of that stuff fades away. But what do you have at the end? And it's like for us, the biggest thing. Nothing at the end. Exactly. For us, the biggest thing that we have is our ministry. Like we both love the same things. We can sit down and worship together. We can sit down and make music that glorifies God together. All of that stuff. Literally is what is, is glue.
1: Nah, it's fire because it. you don't even understand how much you need somebody like that. Yeah. Until you realize that y'all see the world the same way. Well, not the same complete way. Right. But like, if y'all are in the same arena, certain things you do is not weird. Right. Like us doing vocal warm ups is not weird. Yeah. Like when she's doing it, okay, she's about to go sing. When I'm doing it, okay, she knows I'm about to go in there. So it's like. The things that we do in our worlds, they're not weird anymore to so somebody else would be like why do you do that? That's so weird. Why yeah. do you It's like you don't get judged by the person because y'all are yeah. in the same right. place. We
0: both like high school musical. Right. Like I could not talk to any of my previous boyfriends like, Why why you watch high school musical? I don't want to watch that. That's weird.
3: Cuz they was Look, just he me one of them. Him. He
0: ain't convicted. I, like the, I like, the
3: he like the second one. I like the second. Hey, I like the whole thing. I like the summertime. So all the way through. <laughs> That's cuz you like music. Te- that's the same thing with photos you remember when i was like but i wonder if other couples take photos like this we'll literally be driving i'm like look baby that's a good spot we can take we literally,
2: we be driving like we were going to my lower Village basketball game yesterday and it's a bunch of backroads, so it's like fields and yeah. fields we're like oh that'd be a good place for content oh that'd be a good place for photos Y'all that'd be a fireplace yeah. for this and yeah, then yeah. like even when it comes to like podcasting and stuff we're like oh, that's a fire thumbnail. Oh, you should do this to the thumbnail. Oh, okay. Sorry. We should do that to the thumbnail. That's oh cool. wait, we should also do this. And like thinking of all these different things. And even when it comes to podcasting, like the topics, like we be sitting here like, Ooh, relationships, yeah. dating, singleness, engagement, marriage. Like these thoughts are just coming nah, out, it's like an EP. out. It's everything. the <laughs> like, It's everything. Like, it's so cool. And one thing that I said on the podcast that we got engaged on before we got engaged, you know, um, <laughs> I said a lot of times, the person that God puts in your life, it'll kindle that flame in you to do more of your purpose, pretty much. And it's like, you might not even know that that gift is inside of you until that purpose comes, until that person comes along and they push you toward your purpose. Like, I did not know I could edit the way that I edit now. Like,
3: he can vouch for me.
2: He can vouch for me. Right. Big facts. Like, six months ago, it took, bro, the first podcast you and I ever did together with Emily and Kenny... It took me seven and a half hours hey, to edit that yo. podcast. Hey, now she out here editing. I edited on the- a whole podcast in like an hour. Though.
3: Now hey, she's out here on 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 the oh, Come car.
2: on,
1: growth. Hey. An uh, hour is crazy.
2: Because it's like he taught me things that I didn't know. And I was like, okay, true, true. And then I'm over here like, and now I sometimes help <laughs> him with it. Yeah, oh, bro, well, we were
3: literally driving today. I was like, man, I got to head to this shoot, but I kind of want to edit. You can do this for me. She's like, yeah, I got you, baby. I
2: got you. Same so thing. Th- I'm about
3: the same thing. thing. You probably taught her so much with the music. i will be like, hey, can you upload this video for me?
1: Facts. And same, she don't even need me to record
3: with her at the house no more. She just set it up.
0: Yeah, I do. Big I do move. my thing. I do you my thing. Do my
3: thing. Yes, sir. So we appreciate you guys coming on. Of uh, we appreciate you guys watching to the end of this video. And one thing I just want to say is like we said with uh, Alexis' video, we just want to know testimonies that have come from this, uh, how we can pray for you guys and anything.
2: And else. recommendations for next series, because I'm sure we're we'll gonna have them on again sometime. I mean Facts. these are homies for real. We're like, coming back. They were at the engagement firsthand. They saw uh-uh. it in 4K. 4K. Man, let me tell you this man's Jacoby,
1: bro. This man had the master plan. <laughs> And this, the master fold. And the master he didn't fold. He folded. <laughs> he, didn't and he had a plan, but we ain't gonna talk about the fold. We ain't gonna talk about it, bro. This man had the whole setup. This man had the. It looked like a podcast that was happening. Okay. Had the well, lake. It was. it was a podcast. It was a podcast. That's a whole finesse. And then <laughs> the lake in the background, like J, and the highest quality podcast I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And then <laughs> so he got the cameraman running out the car up. Up on it looked like, shout, it was out like Alex, shout out to Shout out to First of all, he had TMZ running. <laughs> Put up on him with the camera. The that joke was too crazy, bro.
2: And when he said the words, we wasn't there. We did, was out of
1: breath. Did y'all? We say, wasn't there, but he recorded listen, it with five angles.
2: Bro, the we took off, and we was just trying to make it. Listen, we, we released our engagement video yeah. on Instagram. Go watch it and listen to the words. Because this man, it. bro, I was crying. That boy was speeching. Yeah, he was speeching for real. Oh, that's right. He was like, it was going crazy. Oh
1: boy pastor, That boy pastor was in there. We'll show you after. <laughs> it's straight riz,
3: the whole joint.
2: It's <laughs> straight riz. All right, and man, the crazy boy. part is we shared our whole testimony before that. Like our relationship testimony. Damn. Perfect. So,
3: perfect scenario. Shout out to God, though. He gave me Shout, out to, shout out to God. Hey. But I'm sure you guys already know him. But go ahead and drop you uh, where they can find you on the platform. Man, go ahead and find me at Valorant from Eden. <laughs> And Y'all. Caleb
1: from Eden. Yeah, yeah, okay. go ahead, Find me there. Big per... Oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't got no other social media, so that's it.
1: She do, but I'm trying to teach her how to use her
3: phone, so... <laughs> no, for real. Hey, that was, that was a good joke, though. Good joke. That,
1: good that joke, that, that joke I, passed a That
2: was a track. good joke. That was a good one. I'm learning
3: one. The, the, the you know... She, she
2: even one, laughed that at that true. one. That one
1: was true. See? She getting better. Perfect.
2: Anyways, thanks again for coming on. We're super excited to see... everyone says i'm sure there'll be great responses so stay tuned we're gonna have more episodes coming up drop in the comments below what you want to hear from us what you want to learn about all that stuff because we're growing together and we'll see y'all on the next podcast
1: bye